0: i'm going out i gotta go i'll bang a ring on the radio so turn it up i'm telling you i think i'm ready for
1: something new hey hello hi i'm Noel, the host of pop punk and pizza and today i'm joined by taken days how are you guys great oh you guys are lagging for a second <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's good. just us we're good <laughs> we always lag
1: <laughs> so you guys are from orange county california so do you have a favorite pizza place there because i've never been there before <laughs>
0: hmm.
2: they closed my favorite pizza place which was uh rubino's uh, yeah. by tropeco hills high school um but right now sergeant pepperoni's in
0: uh, costa mesa <laughs> oh, Cool. i'd say we should throw an honorable mention to pizza port in San Clemente yeah that place is also like Sergeant Pepperoni's is insane but Pizza Port I was in Venice Italy one time and mm-hmm. somebody asked me where I was from and I said San Clemente and the guy goes like Pizza Port so it's like <laughs> it's legit yeah that's Venice, pretty you, famous there Pizza Port's legit
1: yeah that's cool so when did you guys uh decide music was something that you wanted to pursue
3: I think it's different for all of us but
2: I was mm-hmm. probably 13 or 14. It was uh, the moment I locked eyes with Brent. <laughs> I
1: just,
2: <laughs> just knew that he was the one, and I I wanted to
0: pursue music. Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah. Same answer. I probably was like 13 or 14. Okay. Yeah, I, I was younger because I played in the orchestra in school and then started getting into okay. like rock and grunge and punk. So I was probably more like fifth, sixth grade when I was pretty heavily into it. Okay. It a very so- long time
1: are there any specific bands that made you guys want to be in a band or start a band?
2: Oh, yeah. Link 182, uh, Green Day was a huge influence on me growing up. Uh, mm-hmm. The Offspring, I think, was like the first, like, quote unquote, punk rock band that, that got me going.
1: Cool. A, yeah, I love R-Ball, all those bands.
2: Nirvana for me.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. yeah. Some of
3: the first songs I learned to play on drums in Nirvana.
1: Yeah. And I can definitely hear some of those influences in your songs. Um, like when I first heard overzell Us, I like that title, by the way, um, it immediately reminded me of Blink-182 with like the vocals and kind of how there's like two vocalists in there. And uh, the end of that song reminded me of the song Sweet Vampires by Alkaline Trio. So I don't know if you guys were inspired by them when you were writing that song, but um, yeah, that's what it reminded me of.
2: <laughs> um yeah i would actually say when when the skeleton of the song was being formed i wanted to write a song kind of along uh, along the lines of a band like brand new and okay. then in, we went into the studio we had tried out those original ideas and had swapped around um some of the ideas so the day that um brent had recorded it he goes hey we did some cool taking back Sunday stuff and you need to come in here and do this stuff or blah, blah, blah. So uh, it, that was what was on my mind, the skeleton. And I think Brent got kind of got like the taking back Sunday influence okay. um, for that too.
0: Cool. Yeah. It, you're, you're right. Like the chorus was always Corey's original idea. And that, that never really changed. And his original idea was to have us go back and forth vocally mm-hmm. and that never changed. That was the one part of, we messed with the bridge, we messed with verses, nothing uh leads, everything changed as it went. And as far as those verses, it was we had a cool vocal melody for those verses. And then Cameron, he said, yeah, he was I was alone. And he's like, You need to get in there and try some new melodies, just shouty, taking back Sunday stuff. And then we mm-hmm. kind of wrote those lyrics based off Corey's lyrics. And then Corey goes, Well, then I need to rewrite my parts on the verse, which he did, and ultimately became even better than it was. Uh, we were kind of happy. That was a little studio magic moment.
1: Cool. Mm-hmm. And you recently signed with Spam and Fifty Five Rose Records, and I actually interviewed Stefan from Spam awesome. uh, on this podcast. So, what made you decide to sign with them, and how's I'm, it been sorry. working? Sorry, I'm just trying to get shut up. Yeah. So, uh, what made you decide to sign with them, and how's it been working with them so far?
0: uh so it's it's been great we were previously on wiretap records which i'm sure you're familiar with them mm-hmm. which was a huge honor for us um we ended up uh, meeting john and everybody through 55 Rows, which is a new label uh through a media company called dorothy house that we were talking with and imperium rags clothing so it's the same owners um they were putting okay. a record label and they were doing some work with spam Mm-hmm. And they kind of uh, asked us about our new music, what our plan was. And ultimately we were getting masters at that time and uh, they presented it to Stefan and all that stuff. And they were all pretty excited about the music. So for us, both labels have been super welcoming. Um, it's been going great. We're very excited and happy to work with them. And it's nice to spread out across to Europe. And we really appreciate.
1: Yeah. All support. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. And you also worked with Cameron Webb for your last album and also your upcoming album. And he's produced things for so many bands like Weezer, Alkaline Trio, and even like Motorhead and Megadeth. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And the list goes on and on. There's just like too many to list, but how did you kind of get in contact with him and start working with him?
0: That would be Brett. So I met Cameron at a, few mutual uh, through the Pennywise guys actually because he's done a lot of Pennywise records and we kind (laughs) of just became friends um and we always kind of stayed in contact and then what happened with the last record was we were tracking it we were most of the way done doing it with some friends at their studio and then COVID happened and and the producer we were working with kind of vanished and we were stuck with an almost done record so we kind of started making some calls and I think Web band, but fortunately he didn't have a whole lot going on at that time, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, he was like he listened to everything we had, and ultimately decided let's remake the whole record together. And we became such good friends with him. The three of us did, and we really like he really helped us develop us. Um, and then now the bond is tight. He's he's like family to us, and oh, we cool. kind of launched. So we got launched out of the pandemic. It was good luck for us, I would mm-hmm.
2: say. So basically, our our last album was like a COVID baby.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. Yep.
1: Well, at least something good came out of it. That's good.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Go. Yeah. And you have two new songs out now, Least of All You and Overzeal Us. What were your inspirations behind those songs, either musically or otherwise, like for lyrics?
2: I mean, I can kind of speak for Overzealous. I I think I was writing it at the time about a friend who was uh, making a really big change in their life um, and mm-hmm. going through the, you know the challenges that that come with that. So yeah, I think I think that's what I had in mind, just as kind of uh, transformation and true to yourself um, uh, attitude and type of message I wanted to put out into that one. Mm-hmm.
3: Cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, then, and, then, and then obviously so the song was called overzealous and then we got the idea to do overzeal us yeah so you picked up on that a lot of people don't get it so
1: congratulations
0: yeah i
1: like the play on words yeah it's yeah, yeah. Anyway. it's not that hidden so, yeah
0: people some people are like what but yeah and then yeah. Uh, it's, least of all you, I started the writing process on that one. Um, It's not about me or anything. A lot of times Mm -hmm. when I write a song, I like to write it. So I'd say least of all you is like a breakup song, but not necessarily a romantic relationship. It's a breakup with anything. It it was meant to be generic, meaning least Mm -hmm. of all you could be a business partner, could be anything. And I, I write lyrics more often as a story that people can maybe relate to in some way it's not necessarily like about my life so right. but at least of all you speaks for itself in that so. yeah
1: that's cool I think that's good for like more people can relate to it that way mm-hmm. yeah and um so is there a specific message you hope people get from listening to your music overall or like is there anything that you hope they get out of it?
2: I think when you put a song out there and people like it and hopefully they do like it, they kind of put the meaning in there. So Mm -hmm. I hope whatever you can relate to or whatever meaning it it
0: brings to you. um, Yeah. I think that would be our overall message. Yeah, for sure. I've always felt like anything that we work with. So like if I start writing a song or if Corey starts writing a song, all three of us are credited as songwriters on everything because we all compose, we all collaborate, we all write together. Mm -hmm. And I think we probably all agree that as soon as it's tracked and released to the world, it's no longer really a Taken Day song. It's everybody's song. So however they feel about it, whatever they draw from it. And like when people ask, what's the song about? It's like, you tell me it's your song now. So what did you feel? You know, and I think that's Mm -hmm. an important way to kind of share it. And that's kind of what we're saying. Going for. Oh, that's, that's cool.
1: And how did the process of writing these songs differ from the process of writing your first album? Landon, I'll
3: take this. Well, the first one, we kind of, uh, I kind of hopped in halfway through the writing process from the, from the first one. I think Brent was or, you know, hopped in halfway too. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, but we were able to kind of take our time, um, collaborate, you know, more in person, and then also demo it more than a few times um, with this second album. The first one, we only demoed one time and we made some adjustments. But um, the second one, just I think, I feel like we had, it, it wasn't rushed and we had um, a lot more experience, um, you know, just in the pre-production process, I mm. think. We became more comfortable with it. So, um, just having um, the right tools at our disposal is is really helpful as well. So, we're very grateful that um, you know people like Cameron kind of help us along the way, even from the beginning, which is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: And what is your favorite song that you've released so far? Do you have a favorite?
2: It's a good one. Oh on our video for how to come to this we do a like a burrito song in the in the video oh yeah Maybe that's my favorite okay <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, um,
0: <laughs> I, I'm I'm not I won't speak on this record I'll go back I'd say a favorite one on the last record that doesn't get as much attention I love the song broken ring um I think we play okay. it great right too and we occasionally throw it out there um I think that one kind of got missed by a lot of people because people do like it but I feel like it should be liked more, so I'm going to say that.
1: Cool. No,
3: I I have to say what used to be from the uh, every second album. Another one, same thing. Um, uh, it's just it's really fun to play live, and I feel like, um, yeah, kind of. I feel like it, it gets overlooked sometimes, but yeah. One of mm-hmm.
1: my favorites. Yeah, for sure. And have you what What is your favorite show that you've played at so far?
3: Hmm. I'll
2: start and... Wow, there's so many. We've mm-hmm. been hoping for so many legends. Oh, I, man, I a lot be, of on.
3: I always like it's it's not usually like the size of the show or who we play with. I always think back. Oh, how was the sound? Or how did we play? It? Mm-hmm. And for me, I think one of the best we've done was at amp, I think, uh, a couple years ago, maybe eighteen months ago. Um, okay. That, that was really cool sound and setup. And um, was that nice? Uh, I think so. Yeah, That yeah, was most nice, yeah. it,
0: that sticks out in my mind. You know, cool. I think we just did a weekender run two weekends ago, and we played in Bullhead City at like mm-hmm. a dive bar with some friends and a metal band. And
1: oh, I nice. We, played,
0: we had like a forty-five minute set, no rush. Uh, for a floor show, the sound was great, and I think we played super well. So to me again, yeah, it's more like our performance, you know. And it doesn't matter to me if we have ten people love it or a thousand, uh, yeah. as long as people are enjoying it and we're playing well, then it's cool. So that we're just a recent fun show was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, for cool. sure. Oh, I oh, yeah, go ahead.
0: No, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, for
2: me, it's any show I play with Landon. Like <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the soon-to-be
0: best one will be Friday when we play again. That'll be that I mean, just keeps top. That'll be my next favorite. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> or are you guys drinking liquid death
0: yeah <laughs> of course yeah because yeah, they i love that or they're about to start they, <laughs> they just, sponsor <laughs> you
1: because <laughs> they want to pay. yes they've
0: been, yeah. they've been thinking about it so maybe this will push them over
1: <laughs> yeah hopefully <laughs> please sponsor them <laughs> yeah, please so uh if you could collaborate with any artist or band who would you choose
3: Hmm.
2: questions uh i mean i said this in an interview before but probably Davey havoc of afi but mainly because i, I want to be best friends with him
1: yeah <laughs> definitely <laughs> that'd be cool what do
3: i
0: do i i would love more time to think about it but ultimately i'm a huge matt skiba fan but i'm not yeah. going to say that i'm <laughs> going to go a little bit more business savvy like let's do tim armstrong because i love rancid okay. love, love vibe-y. and yeah. he kind of represents the, uh, another side of punk that maybe those fans aren't as familiar with us even though mm-hmm. we have a little bit of a rancid vibe not the look but like the two lead singers and we're real melodic yeah. uh no ska but i think it'd be cool to maybe do something with tim armstrong that got a little raw street punk ska vibe but our style i think that'd yeah. be like a cool presentation so I'm going to yeah, go with I that. I think that would be cool. It would yeah. be. Good yes, answer.
1: <laughs> and I know you covered a Sense's fail song, right? So are there any other songs you would really like to cover in the future?
3: <laughs> I always want to cover obscure ones they never, they never approve of.
1: That's right.
2: <laughs> I don't know if that's necessarily true. We've talked about before on Hey Yaw by uh, Alcow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think t- I always think like doing like a like a pop song or like an older pop song would be really fun to do. I don't think we really have anything like that. I know we've talked about recording a cover. I don't know if we should we just say which one. I mean we're not going to. I don't know if we're going to do it. Yeah, we, we
0: actually play a lot of cover songs. Believe it, or not. and we yeah. always kind of throw at least one in a set. Like- Seven to be exact. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, like on Friday we're playing. It's basically Halloween, so we're going to play Halloween by the Misfits. So we kind oh, of always awesome. grab. Different ones, but we do like a Weezer song, Rancid, Apocalyptico, Face to Face, Blink, We Link, about
2: recording the the Weezer one. Yeah. So I I don't know if that's in the future or not, but yeah, I love cover songs. If I if we could, I would do a whole cover album. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, cool. You
2: know, all the time and you know money for that, but yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I would listen to that. That sounds cool. Yeah. So, I, I love Halloween by the Misfits, so. <laughs> that's awesome that you're covering it that's perfect for halloween um so you're playing a show this friday with uh rudy nuno and the broadcasters as you said um so can you tell me more about that show and um any details for uh so people can go and see you
0: that show is in downey which is like a small city and kind of the suburbs <clears throat> of los angeles i've never been to this club or venue i think it's kind of more recently doing in hard rock and punk our friends in the band empire from one beach who totally ripped hit us up to play and rudy's like a known la uh punk rock dude who has like a band okay. and solo stuff and put on the batteries as an la band really nice people um we're super psyched to play with them it's free and that's our next oh, gig cool. with a lot of shows but that it's that's kind of an unknown for us it's we're friends with Empire and we're excited and it's free and it's in a place we've never played so
1: why not? Awesome. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. And where can our listeners find your music?
0: Everywhere. Yeah. Hopefully on their own thumbs. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, take, take has links to all the uh um streaming platforms, all the social media links. So that's that's kind of one central place you can find it. And also at taken days on Instagram there's a link tree there as well.
0: And I I will say too, we're definitely trying to direct people to our Spotify and get that algorithm going. We never really hyper focused on that before, but our numbers are going up and up, so that's encouraging. And we have a lyric video for some lyric videos that are on YouTube too to check out. The least of all you one's been getting a lot of views, almost like a bewildering amount of views. So cool. We're happy. And if people are listening to this and haven't seen that, go check it out.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys, for taking the time to do this interview. I really appreciate it. Uh, I think you cut off for a second. Oh, yeah. yeah thank so thank you for having
0: us. We're excited and uh, really happy and an honor to be on your show. And we have a, well, one you. dog with
1: us. Oh, <laughs> that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. That's her name. That's Bali. Oh. <laughs> There so cute. Go. Whose dog fish. is that? Which one? That's is my. This is my dog. Okay.
0: <laughs> we're big animal people. We all have a lot of animals.
1: Yeah, I don't have any dogs. I just have a turtle. <laughs> oh,
2: there you oh, go. Well, I've been wanting to
1: get a some fish. Before. Oh really?
2: What's your turtle's name?
1: Fire, because he's got like an orange belly, and it's got kind of like a fire pattern on it.
0: <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's a box turtle, right?
1: No, he's a painted turtle. Oh,
0: painted turtle. So, oh, yeah,
1: yeah huh. he's kind of like an aquatic turtle. Oh, nice. Yeah. I have
0: a red eared slider. Oh, cute. <laughs> a one too,
1: yeah. Yeah, I love turtles. Okay. <laughs> All turtles.
0: Right. Yeah, <laughs> I've actually owned turtles mostly my entire life. Oddly enough, I've had tons of turtles, which that's, is a weird, That's, that's weird. a weird fact.
1: <laughs> fun fact. I
0: like yeah, I love
1: turtles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, well thank you guys again this is wonderful right, right. cool. thank
0: thanks
1: it's nice thanks meeting you guys us. yeah of
0: course right. thank you hey hello
3: it's nice to meet you hey come in and have a slice of pizza hey hello it's nice to meet you hey come in and have a slice of pizza